It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Checking the NT forecast. Sunny but cloudy in Alice Springs for your Friday. And a top of 26 degrees. Darwin will be sunny with a top of 31. And don't miss AFL Nation's call of tonight's blockbuster between the Pies and the Blues. Live from 5.30 on SEN. Live on SEN Top End, 16.11am. Welcome to Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark and Raf Clark and Rob Hale for Rain and Horn Darwin. Finding a place to write your next chapter. SEN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter. We are expected to be joined by NT Cricket CEO Gavin Dovey. Gavin, do we have you this morning? You certainly do. Morning, fellas. There, Gav. I am. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, mate. Um, going all right. Going all right. Obviously, a public holiday, so a little bit harder to wake up for these early morning starts. But um, I am pretty up and about because as I have spoken to you, and I make no secret about this, I'm not much of a cricket guy. I'm learning. I'm watching the Ashes all the time. I'm studying. But I read about Tom Menzies, um, who is the youngest member of the Australian under-19 team. That seems like a pretty big deal, mate. What can you tell us about Tom Menzies and what that means for Territory Cricket? Yeah, it is great. Um great story uh, a really talented young cricketer um, born and bred in the in the territory uh, plays his cricket at Darwin Cricket Club um, and just a tremendous young fella great family uh, and I've I've only been here six months but from the moment I met him it was really clear he, he wants to play for Australia and he's really he's really driven towards that so this is a a fantastic uh, milestones for him on the journey, uh, getting picked for Australia under 19s. Not a um, not an easy thing to get selected no, into, as you can no imagine, with the, with the talent we got in Australia. So, just uh, yeah, a, a wonderful a wonderful story for cricket in the territory, and um, you know, hopefully, a, a really inspiring one for you know future generation of kids in terms of, yep. sort of what's possible. Have you seen him play? Like, do you think that he genuinely has the talent to perhaps represent Australia one day, you know, on the big stage, in the Ashes, something like that? I know up in the Territory we have a reputation, and I think it's a good thing, but we have a reputation sometimes to overrate, you know, our young players coming through, depending on what sport it might be. Um, and I'd love to see that. I think we always got to back our local boys in. But is he, is he worth the hype? Is Tom Menzies a player that we might actually see play for Australia one day? Yeah, one hundred percent. And and I think the the best validation I could give you is we've got four really high quality coaches um, mm. up here coaching the CDU Men's Strike League, and you know Shane Jurgensen is the coach of the Desert Blaze, where Tom's been been playing Strike League. Um, Shane Jurgensen is the current New Zealand Black Caps bowling coach, so. Mm. You know he's he's been watching Trent Bolt and and coaching Tim Southey and you know, world class international bowlers for a long time, uh, and you know he rates Tom. He reckons he's got a lot of talent and a lot of ability, uh, and uh, and some of the other coaches, Darren Berry, Simon Helmer, mm. you know guys coaching IPL and and Big Bash have all said, look, Tom's got enormous potential. Uh, so you know that's a that's a pretty good indicator of you know where he's at and and uh, what might be you know, around the corner for him. Yeah, I didn't quite grasp the magnitude of some of the 
caliber of coaches we have up in the territory at the moment. When we spoke last time, um, I did most of my Googling after the interview and I was really impressed with just what our young cricketers have available in terms of knowledge and learning um, up in the territory. What is happening uh, with territory cricket at the moment? Obviously, things are heating up in the CDU Men's Strike League. Yeah, well, we got the final today. So, yep. you know, the last the last six weeks has been, you know, fantastic. Uh, 20 games of, of one day in T20 cricket have been played and uh, and it all sort of wraps up today. Over at is that the Cyclones and Desert Blaze? It is indeed, yeah. Beautiful. Desert Blaze has probably been the best team through the through the course of the league and, and sort of Cyclones have come out of nowhere and, and sort of snuck in. Uh, so it should be a fantastic game um, this afternoon, uh, 4 o'clock, uh, free entry, uh and you know, encouraging loads of people to get down there if they want to enjoy their you know, public holiday afternoon. Um, should be some fantastic cricket. But, um, but yeah, the talent, the talent this year has been great and the coaches have just been sort of icing on the cake. Uh, you know, the, the whole premise of it is to create the best environment for the guys to play um, their cricket here in the winter and you know, the coaches are sort of key part of that. So we've been really pleased with it. Are you expecting to see a tangible effect and seeing perhaps um, you know our territory cricketers perform better at a national level in the juniors when they play uh, against other states? Um, are we expecting to see, hopefully, you know, obviously it's going to be a 5, 10, 15-year thing, but are we hoping to see more cricketers uh, like a Tom Menzies representing at the national level? That's, that's the plan. I mean, you know, you've got you to build these things out, and they, as you say, they do take, they do take time. So, mm. um, you know, I think our, our goal is to get as many kids in the territory playing the game, you know, that sort of 5 to 12 age bracket, get, get kids choosing cricket and, and loving cricket, and then it's you know, up to us to build a pathway where, you know, there's, there's more of these Tom Menzies-type um, mm. talents coming through. You know, they're not, they're not sort of isolated stories. There's more of them. So... There's definitely talent here. It's up to us to sort of create the, the pathway and the environment to, um, to give them the best chance. So certainly would be one of our goals. Yeah. Where is junior cricket at currently? Uh, how do the numbers compare, say, now compared to previous years? Because I made the remark a couple of years ago, and, and I meant this with all due respect, but as a school teacher, as a primary school teacher, I didn't know a single kid that liked cricket. Like, they may have liked cricket. They might have watched it, um, you know, with their families and stuff like that. But I didn't know many, many kids who that was their thing, you know, that that was their main sport and that was the sport that they loved and, and they would read books about it at silent reading in school and stuff like that. No one, I didn't meet any real cricket nuts. But at the same time, in the last sort of year or two, it's starting to emerge. Um, I know the kid that lives next door, to me, he's always hitting the ball with his cricket bat and plays cricket at club level. Um, and he's got a few mates that always come around and, and you know, cricket's the sport that they seem to gravitate towards so I've definitely seen an increase in the last couple of years are the numbers at NT Cricket reflecting that how is that sort of compared to to in previous seasons yeah it's, it's a good question I think I think the interesting thing's been how all sports are sort of looking at what what were their numbers like pre-COVID and what are they like now post-COVID and you know which sports have immediately bounced back and which sports have a a bit more work to do and try and understand that. But I think nationally, um, cricket's done a, a really good job in the last 12 months of getting those numbers back to where they were pre-COVID. Um, the sort of junior blast program that targets that 5 to 12-year-old is really starting to explode. And, and particularly in girls, you, what you're seeing now is probably one in three mm. girls, that, uh, one in three kids that do Woolworths cricket blast are, are girls. So that's, you know, fantastic um, and so hopefully another pipeline of in, incredible um, women cricketers uh, on their way. But he, here in the Territory, I think what, what our, our best numbers probably indicate is that um, the kids that are playing cricket are having an incredible experience. 
So our retention is really, really strong. We've got some, some clubs that are just doing a tremendous job offering a great experience for kids and parents. Probably got a little bit of work to do, to your point, of getting getting more kids playing the game. But I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. We're starting to sort of see that shift a little bit and, and that'll be a really big focus for us in 2024 is just um, yeah trying to amplify and get those numbers sort of really cranking. Um, but, yeah, overall, I think the sport's sort of bouncing back from COVID really well. Yep. Uh, just a really quick one, but... Is there any involvement in cricket and any participation in remote communities? Obviously, a lot of great natural sportsmen uh, in our remote communities up in the territory. Have there been any programs by NT Cricket um, to try and you know introduce the game a little bit more? Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, again, I'm only six months here, but yeah, you know, we've got a really strong sort of rich history in um, a lot of different um, cups and carnivals. You know, in remote communities through sort of Timber Creek and Borrowala and. Mm-hmm. Tennant, Catherine, Alice, like sort of working its way down the territory. Um, you know, cups like the Dingo Cup, Barrett Cup. the Imparja Cup, Imparja, that's big, isn't it? Imparja Cup, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It all sort of weaves its way down to Alice for the Imparja Cup, which, you know, biggest Indigenous cricket carnival in the country. So um, I, think, I think there's more work we can do there. And again, it's, you know, one of the things I think we're going to try and focus on, um, really sort of building and promoting. Um, but there's, you know, some fantastic stories and, and history of, you know, cricket being played. Um, you know, in remote NT over the last sort of 20, 20 years, which, um, yeah, we want to see continue. Very good. Obviously, the Ashes on at the moment. We had a little bit of luck uh, with the weather in the fourth test. What did you make of England's innings last night? They were all out for 283. Um, the Australians dropped a couple of catches, but everyone seemed kind of positive when reviewing the Australian performance last night. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty interestingly poised, isn't it? It's been a, a, an amazing series. Um, a bit of a strange one ebbed and flowed a little bit and um, I, I thought after the first two you know we were sort of clearly the better team but England have fought back really well and and I think yeah first day sort of probably a reflection of the whole series it's sort of just delicately balanced there and it'll be an important uh, really important day two for us you know one to 60 odd um, got a great opportunity probably to take take control of the test so um, I'm sure the boys would be pretty determined to do that but it's you know it's never easy in England with the weather and the conditions you know things can change really quick and you know you can mm. lose clumps of wickets so um you know the door's open I reckon for us to achieve the you know the main game we haven't, we haven't won the Ashes there 20 odd years so um I reckon the boys have got a pretty good opportunity starting tomorrow or tonight oh, fingers crossed hey enjoy uh, everything that you're doing at the moment obviously for those who are not at the show the CDU Men's Strike League Grand Final City Cyclones versus Desert Blaze on today at 4pm where's that match at where's that being played it's at Terro Stadium Terro Stadium beautiful yeah and then we've got just while I've got you we've got the CDU Top End T20 Series starting on Sunday so that's as as good a cricket as you'll see in, in the territory at the moment. We've got six teams playing. Uh, the NT boys uh, kick off on Sunday at Gardens against Pakistan A, so that should be a great occasion. Uh, and we've got Melbourne Renegades Academy up here, Melbourne Stars Academy, Papua New Guinea ACT. So we've got six really high-quality teams, lots of BBL players, first-class players, international players, um, and you can find out more info at ntcricket.com.au. Awesome, mate. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Gavin Dovey, NT Cricket CEO. Have a good weekend. Fantastic. You too. Thanks, guys. Cheers, mate. Stay with us. SCN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter. Live on SEN Top End, 16, 11 a.m. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark. 
Raph Clark and Rob Hale. For Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter.